Welcome, everybody, to the M&M Show, where we have a little bit of mediumship, a little bit of mentorship, and all things spiritual with Michelle and Marin. Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey, Marin. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing really good. How are you? I am doing very good. Enjoying <laughs> so, sunshine and... yeah. A little bit cooler weather. Yeah, it is cooler weather. This is my favorite time of year. Like, ultimately, mm-hmm. it is, for me, the most beautiful time of year. I love the nice, warm afternoons, like the cooler mornings, warm yes. afternoons, and the cool evenings. Yes. This is just the best. My favorite, yeah. favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. So, so what has been going on with you over this last week? Oh, man. Well, I kind of have a story for you. So you'll have to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good story. You'll have to tell me what you think about this. Um, So um, I have like a little development group that I practice with. And we were like, let's practice house clearings. Um, So they were like, Marin, let's practice your house. You seem to see a lot of spirits. (laughs) Let's see what's going on at your house. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, I don't feel anything negative. Everything feels really good. Like, yes, I do have a lot of spirits, but like, I'm okay with them. Like, so everything feels very light, love, but like have at it because you need practice. Um, So um, we did like a little meditation. We brought in our guides to kind of walk through my house um, um, metaphysically, like, you know, with our third eyes and, um, to see what we get. And so what was really interesting was, um, everybody got, I, so the other thing was I had to take pictures of my house. Um, and I, so I was like, you know, like I'll take pictures of the kids' bedrooms, just make sure that's nice and clean. I'll take a picture of my bedroom. Cause I always say like when I'm falling asleep, I always see people. So like, check out my bedroom. And then I was like, but then check out the guest bedroom because, um, I don't know. I just kind of get like the EBGBs in there. Like I I always feel like there's this closet and I always, and I didn't say this to them, but this is why I took the picture. There's the guest, the closet in the guest bedroom just like kind of gives me the EBGBs. Like, I don't know. I don't like being in there. Like my kids' toys are in their closets and I can sit and like play in their closet with them for like yeah. hours. But like, yeah. it's like when I have to go into the guest bedroom closet, I'm like, you know, I go in real quick, as quick as I can and get out. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's just yeah. something, you know? Yeah. Um, and so like, yeah. So I took a picture of the guest bedroom, like make sure that they could see that closet. And it was funny because every single one of them was like, there's something with that closet. <laughs> immediately they all felt that um that closet and and what's really interesting they also wanted um a picture of my front entrance like so standing at the front door taking a picture and um they don't have the schematics of my house and they were all like when i'm standing at your front door what is immediately above and to the left and i was like that's that closet like every single person pointed out that there's like some kind of energy with that closet yeah, yeah. and um so I was like, I felt it too. So um, anyway, so one of my um, 
practice partners is kind of a shamanic healer type person. And she went through with her guides and they, uh, she saw a portal in that closet and she was going, she asked her guides like, you know, what should I do? Like, how do I like take care of this portal? And this big shaman stepped in and said, you can't do anything with that portal. That portal belongs to my people. Um, and you can't, you can't close it. If Marin wants to close it, cause it's on Marin's property, Marin can close it, but it's, it's not yours to mess with. Um, and that like this man was native American and, um, and it belonged to his people. And he was very adamant about that. And, uh, another group member, she said that she saw the native American people and she felt that they had, um, a big connection to my land and that they were, they were there protecting me. Um, and that they, um, they kind of wanted me to acknowledge, or they were acknowledging how their land got taken from them and they had a lot of hardships and, um, kind of like brought up that point. And then what's funny is I also saw native American, they are definitely on my property. And, um, so what I did when I, we did the clearing is that I took white light and I put it all throughout my, I went through every single room in my house, put white light. And then once my whole house was filled with white light, I extended it to the boundaries of my property. And then I'm um, just kind of sat there while they were doing their thing. And this native American man came up to the boundary of my property and he had a bowl of grains as a kind of like a peace offering. And he said that he wanted to be on my team and he was very loving, very caring. I never, ever once got, I'm, I'm, no one picked up on anybody negative or ill-willed or anything. Everybody was very respectful and respectful of me and my family. Um, but ADC said when he wanted to be like on my team and, um, and like asked if he could come to on my property. And, um, and so I said, you know, yes. And, um, then we got done with our meditation and um, one of my group members who had run into the shaman in the portal said that, um, that uh, I should do a like fire ritual to like show my respect to the native Americans for all their suffering um, and do um, like burns, corn, squash and beans um, and that that would show like respect and that when then we kind of talked about who the, um, who was <laughs> my dog. Sorry, everybody. Somebody left the upstairs door open and old Barky McGee, Come up. <laughs> Barky McGee over here. Can't stop. <laughs> so cute. Uh, we have noise canceling, so I don't know if people will be able to hear okay, it, but well, hopefully you guys um, can hear it. Um, but anyways, so, um, oh yeah. So do this ritual. So then we started talking about what native American people were on my land and it was, um, the, uh, Lenape people. Um, they're also called the Delaware Indians and, um, and they, um, they, we were like, I was kind of like telling them about their culture. We have this like living history museum where you, there is like an actual man who, um, is Lenape and he 
you can ask him any question you want. And so whenever I go to the museum, I'm like that. I beeline to his his like little area, and I always like talk to him and ask him questions. And he's taught my um, kids how to throw an axe, which is like really cool. And, and he taught him in the traditional, like Native American way, which is yeah. so cool. He's like, so first you do this and then you do this. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is so invaluable. Like, this is so cool. So anyway, so they were like, I think that you had a life with these people. And I was like, oh, I would like 100% like believe that because yeah. I feel very drawn to them and their energy. And yeah. I'm very curious about them and respectful and, you know, would Yes, 100%. Totally feel you. So, um, of course, that night we go to bed and there's like four Native Americans that come to me and, you know, and they're very, their presence is very respectful, very caring and nurturing. And um, like, I feel very at peace, very safe, very like, I really, really, <laughs> I really like them. Um, very like, res- like, um, I don't know what the word is. Like, I, uh, they command respect too. Yes. Like you, you yeah. know, they're, yeah. they're very, they have a very large presence. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so yeah. So every night I would go to bed and I, um, I had like kind of mixed feelings about this fire ritual. I don't do like fire rituals. That's like not my thing. I don't, I did burn my manifestations in like a little fire, but it was like a candle fire and I wasn't burning. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I feel about fire rituals. So um, I was like really dragging my feet on doing one. Like, is yeah. that, is that in my, within my belief system? Like, what does that mean? What does that bring up? Like I had a lot of like further yeah. questions. Yeah. I definitely, um, want to make sure they feel respected and that I, they feel that I honor them and their journey and everything. But the fire ritual was like, I didn't know how I felt about it. Yeah. Um, the, the pure act of the fire ritual, not honoring them is right, two right. separate things. Right. Um, but anyways, so um, I was really dragging my feet. And then, and every night they would come to me. <laughs> every night they would come to me. And then, you know, I kind of said to them, like, I, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't taking it seriously. I don't know. But they showed me this, um, they showed me this image. They said, um, here are they this one indian gave me two two muskets i don't know why but he gave me two muskets one for each hand and then my next image that like literally is so cool like i saw him giving them to me and then the next image i saw this like lineup of like i don't know maybe maybe like five people and um i feel him now five people like all lined up like ready to to die yes. and um and i was like oh yes, you've been through a lot. Like I, I feel that now and I'm ready to like do whatever it takes to like, um, make you feel like I respect your hardships. And, um, so then the next day I should like teetered. Right. So I kind of go back and forth. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. If I'm, if I was you and I, if I was this native American person in this past life, then do I need to like show like atonement for this? Like, am am I doing this because of atonement? And so what I got from them was that, no, we're all one. Your beliefs about something and whether you feel responsibility to atone for it are irrelevant. 
it is the pure act that you're doing that helps clear the air and like brings light to the situation. And then I was kind of like, oh, okay, I get it. So I kind of thought about that today. I feel like there's so many instances where people are in situations where they're like, well, I don't want to say anything because I'm not in the wrong. And I agree with you. Like if you feel like you're not in the wrong, you you shouldn't have to do like, you know, apologize or whatever. But there is something about adding light to a situation and just, you know, I don't know how to like articulate that, but do you know what I mean, Michelle? Like when you, when you help correct energy or when you, you know, whether it's between you and a spouse or you and a coworker or whatever, like there's a way that you can do it where you are giving respect and, and gratitude for the situation and light. And, and it does help kind of change even like the whole universal energy when you do that. Yes. So, um, yeah. I thought maybe we could talk about that today. No, I think that's really good because there's a lot of good aspects to that that fit in different areas of our life. But in particular, when we're balancing energy, because that's really what it is. So what was coming to me when you were talking is, yes, and you know that you were with them in a past life. You are them. and like some, like, yes, we are all one, but we are here having the physical experience and we are a conduit of energy. And so we have the ability to be able to put positivity or put good intention, whether that be prayer or ritual or whatever, into something. But it doesn't have to come from the belief that we're apologizing or that we're responsible or anything else like that. It's neutralizing, balancing, yeah. adding love because love really is, I mean, there are only two energies, love and fear, and everything really does come from that. And so when we and that, add- I was going to say, ahead. that is it. Like if you say, no, I'm not going to do this because I'm not responsible, that is fear. But when you say no. I'm going to come forward with a good act or a good gesture, or, you know, positive light. Yeah. Then. So think about, think about something. So a lot of people will say, well, this and this is happening. So whether it's something that's happening in the world, whether it's something that has happened um, with, with a spirit, and we think about a lot of um, energies that maybe don't always have the best intentions. You know, we think about a lot of those different things. Well, what can I do? What can I do? Well, if you think about a situation on earth, so if you have, say, a family member or a friend or something that has, uh, let's say there's been a situation that's taken place and you're either witnessing it or maybe you are involved with it, but you're not in a place like you know whatever has taken place is... um, what am I trying to say with this? Whatever has taken place in a situation, uh, you do not have to take responsibility. You may know, well, wait a minute, I, I didn't do something wrong here. I know that this is something that um, isn't on me. However, I also know that I have the ability within me to pray for that that situation, to put light around that situation. Also, to acknowledge that 
every opportunity for something to happen is a learning and maybe that situation or that person brought you more knowledge about yourself, more understanding about yourself, a deeper understanding for other people, for the depth of a situation. And so by thanking them, by offering love to them energetically and thanking them so consciously that may not do anything for the situation. It might just bring up more of an issue, you know, but energetically you can always do something. And by offering that as a respect, I respect you for bringing forward this situation to me for my awareness. And I thank you for that. So there's something that can happen between two individuals on, on earth, um, in the physical. And then with a situation like this, that's exactly right. You're, you're, you're neutralizing an energy because they know that you're part of them. They know that you're not uh, actively responsible for the atrocities that happen to them. But there's also an acknowledgement to it. And um, the use of the land, which is all of our land, but the use of um, the respect of what's happened on that land, the respect to um, the teaching, because I do feel there's a lot of teaching that they that they give to many that they speak to and more to you, because I feel you're going to have more information and, and teaching come to you. So that act is offering love to them and love can only expand. Love is expansive. Mm -hmm. So whenever we put something in the intention of love, in true, honest love, and that's really what it is, that can never go wrong. Mm -hmm. So when you go through these situations, that's the discernment of walking through, wait a minute, what is my, my belief system with this? And is that something that really feels right to me? And it's completely okay to say, well, that's not quite the way I'd like to go with it. That doesn't align with me. So I'm still going to do this, but I'm going to do what aligns with me. And, and that is okay because what aligns with you is right for you in that connection. And someone else may feel it the other way and that's right for them. So it's very mm -hmm. interesting how, um, and how important, how important it is to go down that road with yourself and ask those questions and explore yeah. it because and you're bringing it so much closer to you as well. Yeah. And I can see how, and I can see how it can get so with my situation, it's very balanced, right? Like I feel very balanced with that, but I could see how in real life, if you have, you know, a spouse or a parent or a sibling and you feel like the balance is off, you know, and you're like, okay, well, I know I'm not responsible. I don't think that this is to say, okay, we'll keep giving to them, keep doing right. this. Like yeah. that is people pleasing. Yes. But I love how you said metaphorically, you can, you can, or not metaphorically, metaphysically, um, you can do what feels right for you. So, okay, well, I'm going to give you light every night. I'm going to pray for you every night. I'm going to keep my boundaries intact, but I'm going to pray for you every night, or I'm going to keep my light shining on you, or I'm going to, you know, always hold you in the highest of love yes. within my aura, but, but keep you at balance. Does that sound yes, like a it, good? Absolutely. Okay. Because 
what that does is that neutralizes the energy that let's say let's say in that situation that there was hurt that came forward from something that someone said or that someone did and that there is hurt well if you feel that hurt you understand that hurt so let's say you say okay i know why they did it i understand that this is about them i understand what it triggered in me so you you've looked at that but yet you're still like but what do i do with this now because when it comes up it just reminds me of this discomfort with this person yeah or this discomfort in me and so when you take that energy and this is alchemy this is all alchemy when you take the energy that is in one state and you might be you know be observing it in one state you have the power at whatever energy comes into you whatever you visit in energetically you have the power to alchemize to transform that energy so you can take that what was a not good feeling and take that energy and again thank it thank you for the lesson thank you for the information i wish for you and this is a hard thing to do because not all situations feel equal within us especially when we've been hurt right and, and it is a challenging thing to do but it has a lot of benefit to it because when we work through it and we surround that person in light um there are many different things um, Eric is just saying to me, you know, there's so many different things that we can do depending on what the situation is energetically, whether it's write somebody a letter or uh, whatever that might be to help neutralize that energy. But by putting love and prayer and wrapping that energy in whatever feels right for us, it puts power to that. So now the power is not a growing negativity because whatever you focus on, remember you're going to focus on something and so if you focus on the the what's wrong with the situation what's wrong that they did and this and it's always like this then you're just building that momentum and so you'll get more of that experience and if that's what you're looking for and going for well that's what you're going to find and you're going to see that over and over again but when you put love onto it and that love may come from somewhere else it might be the love of the peace or whatever synchronicity may have occurred to bring something out into the open you you don't have to love the act that somebody did and you may not be in a place where you're able to give that person love you might not be in that vulnerable state where even energetically it feels good and that's okay but can you put love to something in that situation because anything yeah. that you can put in that area has more power to it than anything negative does light love will always have a higher vibrational frequency and will do much better for you and for everyone always um i heard someone say the other day that trauma is an experience that has not been processed Yes. And so I feel like that's kind of what you're saying is once you can take that experience and give gratitude for it or find the lesson for it, figure out how it triggered you, figure out what what brought that person to that place of the experience when you can kind of, you know, process that whole thing and give gratitude for the lessons learned, um, then, then you kind of help release the trauma there. And I feel like... 
change that, um, that energy is kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, and we all have the power to do that. Yeah. Um, I had another question for you. I don't remember what it was now. Think about it. You're pulling a me. That's me. That's usually what I say. <laughs> I have something else to say. I'm not really sure what that was. Maybe we'll come back to that. That happens all the time. Oh, okay. I know. I know. So say you're doing this, right? You have this, this, um, event with this other person, whatever. You're giving it energy. You're giving it energy. You're giving it all the good energy. Now, should I expect that physically this person should come around? So say this is an argument, right? And I don't feel like I should apologize, but I am going to hold respect for the person. I'm going to um, put them in light. I'm going to diagnose the situation and figure out what I've learned from it. Now, once I do all that, should I expect that like magically they're going to come and finally apologize or that they'll like start to get closer to me or like, what should I expect from the other person? Well, a lot of things can happen. Um, number one is you want to put no expectation on it because okay. what you're putting on to what you're investing energetically to a situation, do it from a place of unconditional love, meaning that let's say whatever has happened between you and another person, um, let's say that you saw no other option. So maybe it was a, um, I can't speak to you anymore. I can't have you in my life anymore for whatever reason. And it's left a really bad taste in the other person's mouth. It's really hurt them. There's a lot of anger and a lot of pain. So in that situation, you know, you're putting energy into, like, you may really hope that that person will change. Maybe that person will make different decisions. They'll change. They'll come around. They'll come to seeing my point of view, right? But it's important not to hold on to any of that expectation because what might be, and we have to remember, we're not always going to know what the outcome is and what's best because we can't see all the moving parts. And for somebody else's life, maybe being connected to that person is not what's best for them or not what's best for us. So by putting that love unconditionally on there, that's like giving someone medicine. And that medicine will work in whatever best way it can for that person, but really for the whole situation. And so what I always do is I always put love in and for whatever is for the highest and best for this person, for myself, for everyone involved. Now, sometimes, and, and it really depends on what the ultimate direction of the situation is going to go. So sometimes it will amaze you. And I have examples of this uh, uh clients that have not spoken to a child, you know, a strange parent or um, something has happened where they've had no contact for two years or five years and they started writing letters of love to them and explaining how they felt, not sending it, just writing, just writing. So they're just energetically focusing in that way. And sure enough, that person contacts and says, let's sit down and talk. So yes, that can happen. And things can change very quickly. 
but if there's more to it, let's say that that other person has some experiences to go through. Mm -hmm. And we're also talking about vibration here too, because when you are at odds with somebody in whatever way, that could be vibration, you're vibrationally shifting. You know, and a lot of people are experiencing that right now because of a lot of growth and consciousness and not everyone's in the same space. So many people are coming apart. Sometimes they come back together and sometimes it's a completely different reality and they no longer associate with them anymore. It doesn't mean anything's wrong. And it's hard to accept because we do have a tendency as human beings to hold on to hold on to relationships, to hold on to our history, to our past. So it can be really hard. But mm -hmm. if someone is best to be in your life, if that intention um, starts to come in the same direction, eventually it will come back together if it needs to be. So it's really best for us to hold that unconditional space. And that's the part that creates a lot of fear in people and why many of us would hold on and be in a cycle that say, you know, we might know, okay, I shouldn't be in this still. I shouldn't, I, I don't feel good or I am, I am holding more responsibility than what I need to, but the fear of what is on the other side of this, that, and that brings up abandonment, loneliness, um, like self-esteem feelings, all of that, which are important for those to come up. Because every single situation in relationships, in everything that comes up in our life, gives us the opportunity to be able to see what is within us. And oftentimes, it is the hard situations that hurt that really brings it forth for us to mm -hmm. make those decisions. And, and really, that's the being on earth, that density, that contrast in experiences gives us that. It's best when we can walk through that fear because the fear and the what ifs will always be worse than what is and whenever something is taken away from us in our life we will always have something better replacing it better for us in this moment and when it, we're speaking of relationships as well you know a relationship that was really great at one time may not be at another time because people change and we are not the same person throughout our whole life. We're mm -hmm. just not, even if we are resisting change, right? So, um, and I think there's a lot of relationship stuff because as we're talking right now, the root chakra is lighting up. So there's a lot of red. So there's a lot of root chakra energy, um, family, mm -hmm. safety, security, um, our roots. Well, attachment. Yeah. Attachment. Yeah, that's that's coming up for us to investigate, you mm -hmm. know, and make decisions with. And so all of this, whether we're working with spirit or working with spirit on earth, <laughs> you know, the in the physical body, um, it really it's a lot of this discernment and this is the inner work that we work through to be able to come out of a situation, an event, a a connection, whatever it may be, we come out with more wisdom. And that's got to be our intent is I'm gaining wisdom through this, no matter what it is, I'm gaining wisdom through this. And love, like, I don't know, even love, just talking yes. about all this, I feel so much more love. like, I feel the love. It's weird. Yes. I feel yes. The, the depth of 
Yeah. That never ending love. That's very, very, very cool. Okay. So back to my fire situation. Yes. Yes. What should I do? So I've thought about like, um, so I don't know, like I just like throwing vegetables into a big fire pit, whatever reason just doesn't sound right to me. But then I was like, well, I have man, I have put things in little candles. Should I just chop up like a tiny little bit and put it in a candle? That makes me feel better. I thought about drawing a picture of them and like burning that, that makes me feel better. Um, I thought about just writing a letter. Um, I thought about, um, what else have I thought about? So I I literally have been mulling over this for a while. Um, and then (laughs) to take a funny story. So then I went to the grocery store and, um, like I've been several times and I've completely forgotten. And then one day, like there was just a corn right in front of me and I was like, Oh, the corn, I've got to get the corn. So I bought the corn and then I was like, I've got to find squash. And, um, they had one squash left. So I got it. And now it took me forever to find it. And I got one squash left and then I forgot the beans. (laughs) (laughs) So then, um, I'm going to like the checkout thing and I check out the corn. Everything's fine. I check out the squash and it like doesn't scan and then it doesn't scan and then it does scan. But then it like, go like it, this is like the self checkout that has like a roller thing too. Like a, so then it goes down the roller thing, but then something happens with the roller thing and then it needs to come back up the roller thing. And then it like, literally I scanned it like 10 times. Then my flashing light goes on. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So then the lady comes over and she's just like, boop, 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 boop. All right. You're good. Bye. And she like leaves. And I was like, Okay. And I put it in my bag and then I look, it never scanned. Like after all that, it never scanned. So I didn't pay for the squash. So now I'm sitting here and I'm like, is this a manifestation thing that I was like upset about burning stuff? So I got free squash or is this a moral thing? And I've just stolen the squash and now the energy's no good. And I've got to start back at zero. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you know what, just to tell you about the, the fire burning that, um, the one thing that I heard to add to that is to feed others with it. So, you okay. know, whether it's whether four years of corn. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, to, to take a little bit, just a little bit in an offering and, okay. and to feed because it's, it, I keep seeing the body, the body. So even when you're saying earlier, the grains showing the grains I kept getting the body and like this is like nurture like feeding the body so this offering um feed others share with others so there's like a positivity to that energy but doing all those things you said whatever feels right to you is the right thing to do for you okay um the other thing so about the the checkout with the squash so the moral dilemma with the squash so that is really, is it a manifestation? Yes, it is. Um, okay. and, and how would you know that? Well, you know, because your intention is not to take some squash. You didn't, you weren't like trying to, there, there was nothing of that in there. Okay. You asked for help and, you know, that's when it becomes a moral dilemma and and that is a little bit different than the manifestation because energy and that could be a whole other discussion about 
morality and energy and right and wrong and all of those things, but it has to be what is right in you. So I always have been taught to go to the intent. What is my intention here? What have I done here? So no, that, that squash was given to you. That's how it was given. You had no intention to take the squash. Now, if you were so guilt-ridden over that squash, okay, if that were like hanging over you and you could not get over the fact that I can't just hold on to that as a manifestation, I have run with squash and it bothers me. I am (laughs) running with the squash and I feel like the squash napper, right? If that energy is higher, then okay then go back and deal with the squash right because it's really about how the energy is within yourself it's recognizing that because when we get into morality we also have to remember that rules regulations moral like that's not all coming from within us that's coming from things that have been created and we don't always know the underbelly of why that's always been created. That's why going with what's right within you and why we can't really say to somebody else, that's good and that's bad and that's this and that's that because we're not them. We don't know their insides or what's right and wrong for them or what their perceptions are. So it has to be what feels right within you, not judgment of that. Okay. Okay, sense. good. I felt good about this. I yeah. was like, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, thank it was you. Comic. I think I got this. It was, yes. yes. <laughs> the universe is very funny. Very I think funny. Like, just do your fire already. Yeah. Okay, lady, yeah. like, let's like, go. We're giving you the squash. Would you just take your squash <laughs> and run? <laughs> That's the way I felt. Okay, yeah. well, that makes me feel a lot better because then I was hesitant because I was like, well, now I don't know if the squash is good or not to use. So, but I don't want to buy a new squash if I can use this squash. Yeah. Don't so now that I know I've got good, good squash, I've got good corn. I think I got a can of beans. Maybe yeah. I'll just use that. Yeah. And um, and then I'll just take a little. I like that a little bit. Yeah. I like just seeing this entire squash go into a yeah. fire just seemed so odd. Yeah. But yeah. taking like a little a little bit of it, yeah. I I feel I feel okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Do you know, this is a little, do you know why it's supposed to go into like what it fire ceremony? Like, do you know why, like what's the importance of the fire? The only thing I get, like the fire, fire is like renewal, right? Fire is, fire is renewal birth. It's also like destruction, but it, it doesn't mean, I don't mean destruction as in something bad, but like if we think about in tarot, the tower card, you know, about breaking down that's got that element to it but it's also one of the elements so earth air fire and water so it's an element um fire ceremonies like i've only once done a fire ceremony and this was a long long time ago like this was in my late teens early 20s that i did that and i don't really remember why we did it and i'm trying to think What it had something to do with um, a moon. It was like a moon ceremony of fire. But it was like, um, oh, that's right. We were throwing in the fire um, things that we were releasing, letting go of. Uh, we also put in the fire things that we wanted to come to fruition. So I think fire is just a representation of a force. I'm sure there's uh, more because I think there is some 
um, like if you go into like uh, ceremonies with shaman and Native American, I think there's more to that that I don't know. Okay. You'd have to kind of look up, but that's just what comes in off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's how my weekend went. <laughs> well, that sounds good. That sounds good. Well, I was just, I don't know how everybody else is doing, but um, I hope everybody is doing well because it's, September is supposed to be um, a little bit easier for all of us. Um, a, a lot of that intense energy that we were running into towards the end of the month is starting to settle, but a lot of us may be feeling just kind of like, <sighs> You know, like in this in-between space in some way. And and a lot of us, the things that we are working on and manifesting, whether it be, you know, relationships or changes, we're in this space where it's ready to come in. Things are ready to come in. So this is really important at this time, you know, to just take care of yourself. Keep going forward. Don't allow yourself to fall into a hopelessness if you don't see things coming in the way that you think that they should. Because the universe will will test you, and there'll be all kinds of little tests that come up. And when that comes up, when you feel like you're being tested, that's usually when something big is about to happen. So okay. keep that in mind too, just to, to hang on to. But I also have an announcement. I should get my phone out too. I have oh, yeah. an announcement that I would like to share with everyone, and I've not advertised this yet. It's it is on my website. But um, hang on one second. Uh, I am introducing a mediumship development, and this is a level one course. So this is an introductory course. I do keep my classes fairly small. I like them in small groups, really, with all the classes that I do, because I really enjoy the interaction, to have more interaction. And so I'll just read quick what's on the website. It's development level one. This class is for anyone that's interested in learning about communication with spirit, angels, guides, and more. This class covers working with your intuition, using tools, communication with your body, understanding your chakra system, your energy, and the importance of finding balance and raising your vibration. We will cover boundaries, identify different ways that spirit communicates, and practice together. So by the end of the class, classes, because there's going to be three in total, that you will be able to identify the way that you communicate and identify a spiritual present. So the class is starting on October 21st. It's two hours long, so it's a Saturday. So from 12 to 2 for three Saturdays in a row is what we're doing. And so we're going to break down those topics into smaller chunks and then allow some time for us to have some interaction and whatnot as well. So because the classes are small, um, if anyone is interested in doing introduction mediumship, then go right on my website, which is listed here below. And um, yeah, join up. And uh, I think it's a, a pretty decent deal. Um, the cost is 130 Canadian for it. So, oh my gosh, that's yeah. an amazing deal. Yeah. So it's for yeah. my American friends. It's, it's, uh, I know you guys get a little bit less depending on what the, um, what the um, uh, exchange rate is. But anyway, I'm not huge in putting out a lot of advertisements for it because I feel very, um, very connected that spirit brings whoever needs to be there and wants to be there. So if you're hearing this and you're interested, 
check it out and all you have to do is uh, sign up and book your spot and you'll get your link for the class and uh, we will see you on the 21st of October. Yes, so, and I'll be there too. I don't know yes, if you said that Marin or not. Yes, will but... be there. Yes, okay. Marin will be there. Yeah, so it should be a lot of fun and Marin brings so much light and expertise to the group as well. So really looking forward to that. And I know Marin and I will have some um, offerings for everybody down the road too. We've got ourselves working on a few things. So we'll we'll be announcing those later on. Um, but yeah, so other than that, that's really, do you have anything you wanted to announce or anything that you have going on? You're, um, and you're open for sessions right now as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're more yeah. than welcome to book a session with me. You can um, go check out my website, makingofamedium.com, and book a session. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's it. Check out my Instagram. Yes, she puts great stuff. I just put some. I will say this. I put something up on my Instagram. My my daughter's girlfriend is here. She's staying with us for four months. And the day that she got here, yes, the day that she got here, she found a four leaf clover right out in front of our door, growing. Oh, I've never seen a four leaf clover before. So yeah, I took a picture. You guys have to check it out if you haven't seen it because I just thought that okay. was just the coolest thing ever. So that is anyway. that's a good sign. Yes, it is. So, well, thank she's you there very for four, much. She was there for four months. Yeah. Four yeah. months and a four-leaf clover. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's a good sign. That's a that good is a really sign. good sign. Yeah. All right. Well, Michelle, thank you again. As always, so I definitely feel more enlightened. I feel like I have more direction. I hope everyone else does too. That was a big topic and I yeah. felt like you summed it up so perfectly. So thank you so yeah. much for well, helping you. me and all of us. Well, thank you Figure for helping me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Hope you had a great Monday. And we will see you again next Monday. Same bat channel, same bat place. Okay, I said it the wrong way. You know what I mean. Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone.